We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve, thanks for listening. My yeah, Talk 1071, everything mm-hmm. entertainment, including mm-hmm. music. Give me a beat! Mm-hmm. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Do you like Lil Uzi Vert? <laughs> I have never heard of this rapper until I saw this story this morning. No, thought, really? Oh, no. Do I, are we supposed to know Lil Uzi Vert? Uh, I don't know. Why are, you, why are you saying it like that then? Oh, really? You did that? Okay. <laughs> Easy. I've have seen you ever the name. heard of Lil I've Uzi Vert before? I, I've seen the name around. In in, in hip hop scenes, okay, on the hip hop circuit. <laughs> oh my god, this guy—he just got a diamond pierced to his forehead. A big, very big diamond. It's like like ten or eleven carats, and yeah. it's a pink diamond, which is very expensive. So basically, this guy's head right now is worth twenty four million dollars. Plus whatever his skin and bones are worth right. on the black market. Right. Teeth. Yeah, you yeah. have some gold in there, too. Oh, that'd be good. This is when he... <laughs> I got to see this, guy's. I, I saw it. It's, a, it's crazy. It's just... It's being held by a bar, isn't it? I don't know what it is. It just looks... It looks like a sticker. It kind of looks like a little bedazzled sticker that you would get for like a dress-up party or something like that and then put it right up in the middle of your forehead. Um I don't like that he said that it costs that much because then, for real, for yeah, real. Yeah, he's going to get, he's going to, yeah, he's going to. They're headhunters, literally. Yeah. They want your head. They want that diamond now. He also said he's been making payments on it for a while. I wonder, okay. Like, is there financing available on a $24 million diamond? I guess. that This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That First of all, it doesn't look real. It looks like he got it at Claire's. Thank you. <laughs> right? Doesn't yes, it look? It's yes. dull. It's not. Uh, he's full of it. That is a stupid thing to be putting out there. We all saw what happened to Kim Kardashian. Mm. But this is in your head. In your, in your face. Head. Zombie. Zombie. Anyway, um, it's a natural pink diamond. Uh, did, 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 oh, maybe he did pay for it. He, he said it took four years. To pay it off? Oh, so it's, yeah. it's paid off now? Yep. When the swelling goes down, he'll replace the that thing that you see holding it up with a short bar so the diamond won't move. People are cray. Why don't he just put it on a ring? He goes, yeah, if you lose the ring, 
you'll make fun of me more than putting it in my forehead. Joke's on you. And by the way, I do have insurance. Oh. Hmm. No likey. I don't know. I don't know. It it, it does really have a Claire's vibe. <laughs> it does. Claire's vibe. Oh. I like the vibe. That's good. Oh, my gosh. Too high. In your head. Adam Sandler just walked in. <laughs> okay. Um, other things I need to tell you about? Yep. Yeah, I want to hear the music. Um. Okay. Taylor Swift is being sued. Oh, boy, This Donna. is a whole sitch. How are you feeling about this? You're the Taylor Swift apologist and 24-hour round-the-clock defendant. You're like, if Taylor Swift is Buckingham Palace, you are the furry hat guy outside. (laughs) Not my Taylor. Stand back. (laughs) Here's a sitch. There's a guy, he's the CEO of um, a park, an amusement park called Evermore in Pleasant Grove, Utah. And he filed this suit on Tuesday of this week, claiming that the park has invested $37 million in promoting the Evermore brand. The Utah Evermore sells a line of clothing bearing the word, and it even sells theme music under the Evermore name via Apple Music and other services. So this makes sense why they would think that they have to protect the brand. Her reps dismissed this whole cease and desist request. They said that the park actually tried to capitalize on the name uh, similarly in some social media circles. So they're... Taylor's people are saying that they're trying to capitalize on her. Hmm. So they say that her album cover showed the title in all lowercase letters, making it different than the title case Evermore (laughs) Park, which is capital E. Wow. She also ran into problems with folklore. There was a, um, a black owned clothing company. They charged her with infringement. They ended up reaching a settlement out of court, but don't you think that with all the people probably on her staff that somebody could do a little research, you know? Yeah, you would think so. Hmm. She but, probably helped boost the sales of the amusement park. Did Did you say that they that the amusement park spent $37 million advertising? That's what at, they said, yeah. An yep. amusement park named Evermore, not Six Flags, not Disneyland, Evermore yep. Amusement Park spent $37 million. I want to go to that park. Right? <laughs> I want to see what it's like. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Evermore Park. Ever- Experience Park, Utah. Does it look real fun? Uh, let's see here. Clicking in. Oh, it's sort of a... Okay, that's an oil painting. Never mind. I was like, oh, that looks sort of romantic. <laughs> uh, what to do? There's archery there, axe throwing, bird and reptile show. Oh, $37 million. Uh, guilt, you can be a part of the guild. There are memberships available. Horse and pony interaction. But I bet that these parks are a lot of, for sure, cost a lot of money. Million? That $37 million. Okay. That's a massive. Listen, we hear about people who buy houses for $37 million. True. For an entire amusement park. But a recreational business like this, it sounds like it's a pet, glorified pet. I'm not sure. I don't know it, but it's, you know, petting zoo, some very unique things. You know, I came from the golf business, similar recreational outdoor business. And if we were spending $37 million on something like that, 
I would have been shut down way too. Like you just, there's not, I guarantee you a park based on the description we just heard, there can't be pulling in enough money to justify spending $37 million. Well, it's Utah. They probably need stuff to do. True. But, uh, sorry, I'm, playing. I'm sorry I blew up. I'm sorry. You got to take your wife and then your sister wife, then the other <laughs> wife, <laughs> and their kids, and their kids. I'm trying to figure out Evermore. They call it an experience. No rides. Park. No. Yeah, no major oh, rides. Oh, there's not any rides. No, nope. oh, Evermore okay. Park does not feature any major rides. Oh, that's weird then. Yeah, it's a, it does have a small train that goes around the park. Okay, you're, all right. I'm I'm... I'm with you. Yeah, I don't think... I thought we, we were talking Ferris wheels and roller yeah. coasters. I want to see on the inside of it. The paintings are interesting. Huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Just reporting the news, okay? Donna, what a servant you are to this community. It'll be a massive loss when you die, which we'll all die, <laughs> but it will be a, it'll be a day. I'll tell you that much. Guys, remember when, um, you're not going to remember this, I think it's the 62nd anniversary of um, the Big Bop. Oh, sorry about that. Um, um, the Big Bopper. Um, oh, God, what's the guy's name with the glasses? Chubby Chubby. Buddy Holly, when they died in that plane crash. And Don oh, McLean yeah. wrote yes. the song American Pie yes. uh, based on that horrible day, the day the music died. Well, to um, commemorate that anniversary, which I believe is this week, Don McLean hooked up with a country acapella group called Home Free and redid the song. Can we just throw in a little bit of this and we'll take it to the commercial break and we'll come back with, um, we'll come back with uh, the dumbest, uh, dullest people in America. Okay, listen to this. See if you like it. Bye. I'm out. I love it. I don't like the bass guy. That's what it is. You're anti-bass. One of these, one of these guys looks like Kenny. No joke. Identical to Kenny. One of them looks like my nephew too. <laughs> I want to see the Kenny guy now. <laughs> You'll know him. You'll see the beard. Oh my God! Isn't that Kenny? He really looks like Kenny. I'll hook up the video for everybody at mytalk1071.com. We'll be right back. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat. (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent... Underwear to a guy? Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married man we're talking about. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Do you consider yourself a dull person? Hmm, ponder on that for a moment. And uh, welcome back to the show, by the way. It's Donna and Steve. We came across a list of the dumbest... Not the dumbest, the dullest. <laughs> yeah, the you dullest. keep saying dumbest. But... Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's dull, dull, D-U-L-L. Although there, there's some bleed there, wouldn't you agree? I would say so. If you're super dull, it kind of seems like, all right, that's a dummy. 
Well, there's an organization that's actually called the Dull Men's Club. (laughs) And they put out an annual calendar that features the most boring people in the U.S. and the U.K. And in most cases, it's someone who collects something or Mm. studies something that's just not interesting enough to deserve that level of attention. So this year's calendar... Hmm. Includes. I'm trying to see who the winner. This is a good idea for a calendar. It's funny. Okay, so there's a woman in California who collects caution wet floor signs. (laughs) 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 I think it's kind of funny. You could be so mojado, right? Uh, Yes, que. That's awesome. I mean, see, que. I think that would be a fun thing to decorate your bathroom with. Oh, just signs all over. No, that'd be if, really cute and kitschy. If you were, uh, yeah, you'd have to be at like a restaurant, I think. You know, if I walked into somebody's powder room and they just had caution wet floor signs everywhere. That's cute. Oh, Lord in heaven, it's not. You'd be like, you put it right wacky. above the tub because, of course, it's wet floor. Get mm. it? Okay, I'm overthinking it. <laughs> I might. might earn a place on this calendar um number two a man in england who's a historian studying manhole covers that's funny there's a lot of history of the street based on manhole covers it's actually true. you can see when they were laid all listen to us cool defending all these people yeah boy you two lamos <laughs> I am uh, a dork. Right. Uh, but wait there's more okay well tell us everything by the way can i go back to the manhole covers first yeah yeah Ninja Turtles? Is your dog really into, not you, Steve, because you you won't get it. Is your dog, are your dogs into like sewers and manhole covers? Like my dogs always gravitate right to the sewer. No, never. Not really. Oh, interesting. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Mine either. Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay, so there's a manhole cover guy. There's a guy who has collected 1,100 vintage washing machines. That sounds like a hoarder. Yeah, there's a fine line between collectors and hoarders in general. Yep. Yep. Boy, remember the show Hoarders. Remember it. I still watch it. I lived it. Do you really? You lived it. Yeah. You lived it. My mom was kind of a hoarder. So was mine. Like, I was embarrassed to have, like, people come over to the house. No, but what about when you watch the kitchen table? You're kidding, really? I'm not. Oh, that wasn't my house. Yeah, that was. My mom just never threw anything away, but it was neatly organized and like in cupboards, but she never threw anything away. We would have a paper bag, like a bag, a brown paper bag on its side that had the old newspapers in it. And if I went to throw them out, my mom would be like, I haven't read those yet. And I'm like, Mom. I'll, I'll give you the okay. headline. Kennedy was shot. <laughs> you know, this is in the 80s. And she's like, I haven't read that one yet. Uh, oh, my God. You know, it's the footage of these people walking through their crap yeah. to get to the kitchen. It's just un... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Unbelievable. Well, I remember going to a friend's oh, house that I worked with and went into her house and felt so relieved that somebody else's mom kind of was oh. living the same to get to the kitchen you had to go through a pathway from all these boxes like boxes on top of boxes on top of boxes covering the entire living room oh. and it was just a pathway that's that was the living room a pathway wow and i just don't know i would never be able to do it like I, I said, mm-hmm. we were talking about when your house gets messy, you know, and there's a point just about every day where it's like, okay, you got to get the toys off the floor, get the blankets back in a basket, let's resituate everything. I'm looking at footage of hoarders mm-hmm. on YouTube right now. Yeah. Oh, my Well, you know word. what it is, too? I, I have recognized the way these people have an attachment to things that don't matter. Like... I need that Mountain Dew bottle that's empty. You know, yeah, like they get really emotional, really emotional. And then they try to divert the attention and change the subject. Like, oh, look at this picture of my daughter when she was a little girl. It's like, nope, let's get back to the subject. The Mountain Dew yes. bottle. Yeah, it's, there's a, it's procrastination in there. With, well, there's a mental disorder yeah, there. Yeah, yeah I think sure. it's yeah, just like the idea of any overwhelming thought. Just move on from it. Yes. Right. Yep. Doesn't Didn't exist. Find a dead cat once. Once, many oh, times. You did okay. I've, I've only watched like ten episodes, oh. maybe. Many, ever, of many orders. times. Skeletons. Yeah, all oh, sorts of stuff. Man. Anyway, I digress. Other people on the dullest people in America <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> the founder of the Telegraph Pole Appreciation Society in Wales. <laughs> I like any appreciation society. I will stick up for this person. Whoever did this, this is nice. Where you decide too many people overlook this. We're not gonna collect it. <laughs> But we're going to appreciate it, damn it. I like that. <laughs> Who's in? Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that. I'm, I've am i started to notice and have a new appreciation for, you know, those green boxes. I think they're, are they for cell phones? I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? You could green drive boxes. down any street and there, there will be a green metal box that your eyes don't even pick up on. Really? When you go out for walks. Oh, you mean like the electrical box yeah. at the end of the street? It's like a green. Yeah, it's they're covers. everywhere, everywhere. I'm always like, what is that thing? They're they're there. They're usually the power that runs along from the power lines to the houses. Yeah, That's... never noticed that before. Oh. It's time to start appreciation uh, appreciating those boxes. Uh, finally, a guy in New Mexico <laughs> who collects gas station. Somebody, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> somebody just turned on this show. Didn't hear any of the stuff before, and they just hear you describing a metal utility box, and then it's time for us to start appreciating those boxes. We're not drunk. Uh, We're We're just one of the dullest people in America. Uh, When we come back, let's play a game. It's not dull at all. It's a very close game right now. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can participate. Yes, you. 651-641-1071. Call now. Uh, You can bet on me or Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. It's next. Hokey dokey. The moment we've been waiting for anyway on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Time for me to win again. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. 
All right, guys. Well, we are ready to play the 24th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And we have a score of 12 to 11. Donna pulled out a victory yesterday in overtime with her knowledge of uh, Super Bowl halftime shows. Congratulations, Thank Donna. You. Steve, are you ready to kind of gain some more momentum here, nope. maybe? No? It doesn't matter. <laughs> It just doesn't matter. Matter. It just, just doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Well, to, just, just, today. What's that from? Meatballs. 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 Bill Murray. Movie. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. Guy from Groundhog Day. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. We have Mary on the phone. And she's Mary! From, Mary! from Plymouth. And she's ready to play with you guys. Mary, how you doing? Doing okay. Awesome. Well, Mary, you said you, uh, you, had, a couple, you had a message you wanted to give Steve and Donna. What's that? Oh, yeah. Well... Tell Steve not to cheat again. Okay, zip it, Mary. Cheater. And, you have anything, uh, anything Donna, for you Donna? you got to be more competitive. Your supporters are more competitive than you are. Come on. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's okay. reached the apathetic All phase right. of her life. No, come on. you got to stick up for yourself. Okay, we'll you shouldn't do. let Steve have that win. You're right. Day. You're right. It should be a tie right now. It should. <laughs> I know. All right. All right. Well, Mary, now that you... Mary? You, you, Mary, you kind of know where pledge? you... You have a definite idea of where you stand in this game. Now that I'm going I'm to tell you the topic, and then you can pick who you want to play with, okay? So today's topic, we're going to roll with the Super Bowl theme that we've been having, or no. the big game. No. Yeah, suck it, Mary. Super Bowl National Anthem Performers now, okay? Oh, boy. Mary, let's team up, you and me. I know we got off on the wrong foot, and I just told you to suck it, but let's team up, all right? This is an olive branch. I'd love to be your partner. <laughs> hmm. Don't fall for it. All right, we'll go with Donna. Bye, Steve. Okay. <laughs> I'm be able to help, uh, All right, bye, Stevie, Steve. Okay. Stevie poo-poo. All right, Mary, you are playing for a My Talk t-shirt. And again, remember, the topic is Super Bowl National Anthem Performers. And we'll ask Donna the questions. We'll come back to you. And you can help her if you know one was wrong or you know an answer she did not know. Okay? Okay. All right, Mary. Here we go, Donna. Let me get the right piece of paper here. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Now here we go. This artist sang the national anthem at Super Bowl Fifty Two in Minneapolis in 2018. She also has experienced many injuries over the past year. After she contracted COVID, she severely cut her hand on a broken wine glass, and more recently broke her ankle running down the stairs to see the Christmas star. Oh my God! I can't remember. Pass for now. This artist opened up Super Bowl Fifty Four in 2020. And she recently announced that she will star in the new NBC sitcom called Hungry. Uh, That is Demi Lovato. This artist opened up Super Bowl 50 in 2016 and more recently sang the national anthem at Joe Biden's presidential inauguration. Um, That was, uh, uh, was that Katy Perry? Did she sing the national anthem? No, she sang Firework. Uh, This was um, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, I guess. And I don't know the first one. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. Mary, can you help her out? Donna, no words. Mary, can you help her out with any of those? Uh, okay, the third one, I'm, I'm not into the Super Bowl, but the third one you said, who sang the national anthem at the inauguration? Yeah. Okay, that's Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the first one, I have no clue. Okay. And the second one, I have no clue. All right. Okay. We're going to stick All with right. those answers. Donna, you want to get Steve back? I guess so. All right, Mary. Do we want to say anything about him right now? Hmm? Well, he's, he can be nice at times. Yeah, he's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's nice. He's a good guy. Mary, you got anything fun planned for the day, or are you just kind of staying out of the snow? Uh, yeah, just uh, hanging, but uh, I need a T-shirt. All this working from home, I've worn out all my T-shirt collection. Right. Mm. All right, let's see if we can Sounds make like it happen. like you're wearing them pretty hard. Hey, guys, I'm back. Hey, Steve, you're nice. Yeah, I just kind of gave you some. I haven't worn any real clothes in a year. Come on. 
Like, listen, I'm in, I'm in sweatpants and a t-shirt right, right? now. Me too. Lucky dog. They're going to start doing video of us, though, so I, I really have to, like... Step up your game. Like, dress like I'm leaving the house. Just from the waist up. True. Oh. And funny, that being said, that is a hint for our audio clue later on, being dressed from the waist up. Thank you. All right. So, Steve, are you ready to go? Kind of. Okay. Steve? What? I'm going to ask you these questions. As you know, I'm going to start the timer, and you do your best. How did they do? I can't tell you. This Seriously? artist sang the national anthem at Super Bowl 52 in Minneapolis in 2018. She has also experienced many injuries over the past year. After she contracted COVID, she severely cut her hand on a broken wine glass and more recently broke her ankle running downstairs to see her Christmas star. I have no idea. Pass. This artist sang at Super Bowl 54 in 2020, and she recently announced that she will star in the new NBC sitcom called Hungry. Demi Lovato. This artist opened up Super Bowl 50 in 2016 and more recently sang the national anthem at Joe Biden's presidential inauguration. Katy Perry. Or was that Lady Gaga? No, that was it was Lady Gaga. Okay. And the first one, repeat it. Minneapolis Hunger? Super Bowl 2018. Oh, I should know this. Contracted COVID, cut her hand on a broken glass, and fell down the stairs. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember hearing that story, too, about the uh, running down the stairs to see the star. Yeah, and, we, we did it in a dirt alert. Yeah. It was pink, you guys. Dang. Pink. Oh, man. She has had a... Boo. Who'd you guess, Donna? I didn't know. Nobody. Yeah. But mm. the second one was Demi Lovato, and you guys got <gasps> Lady Gaga <gasps> correct, because Mary came in and... Yeah. Uh, what? I went, yeah, I thought Katy Perry, too, and I was like, no, she sang Firework. Okay. Uh, so now, think... Maybe only dressed from the waist up. That was a joke about this national anthem. Also, just name it. Name the person when you know him. Okay? Mary, you're in on this too, so shout it out if you know it. All right, Mary, you there? Okay. All right, okay, here we go. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Lopez. Jamie Foxx. Oh, Will Ferrell. Think Piano Man. Billy Joel. Yeah, Billy Joel and Donna Murray. Yes, girl. And at this Super Bowl, he doesn't even sound like him yet. Yeah, it doesn't sound a thing like him. It was a little auto-tuned at this Super Bowl, but um, you can hear it if you're a big fan of his. I am, as you know. Here, now it's coming in. Yeah. When he said stars, it sounded like him. Well, what you Mary? Did you say it sounds horrible? Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, it Mary. doesn't sound good. Well, he actually got a lot of uh, he caught some heat before the Super Bowl because he kind of ripped the national anthem, uh, and so I, there were some rumors that the, uh, the technical guys might have given him a little auto tune in there to mess with his voice a little bit. That was a story oh, no! I had read. Oh, well. And uh, he had also wore shorts under that little getup that he was wearing. He's from the heads up in a tuxedo, and below that, if you were at the game, you could see he just had some. Red old khaki shorts underneath Where was there. the game? Really? It was in Miami. It was 2007. That's why. Oh, okay. Yep. Same Super Bowl as Prince. I like that you said it like I like I was supposed to know. I know. I'm kind of a Super We're Bowl Super geek. Bowl 7, did you say? No, this was 2007 Oh, 2007. Bowl, got so. it. Right. Yep. Wow. Mary, you got yourself a My yeah, Talk team. Way to go, Mary. Woo! And now Woo. we got a tie, a tie, a T-I-E tie. Going into Friday. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good, Donna. You're getting getting some game there. Good. Thanks, Mary. Thanks for pepping me up. <laughs> Have a good weekend. You too, Mary. Stay on hold, Mary. We'll get you that. We'll get your information. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We got a tie, 
When they're winning, and then whenever they lose, you're like, it doesn't even matter. Like, I don't even care about this. It's only because Mary told me that I have to be that way. Don't let her bully you. She, by the way, sounds like a bully if you ask me. (laughs) No. I'd look into her social media. I would look into it. I would look into it. Oh my God, that's great. Um, Here's a couple of things, okay? Um, The average American has five, one, two, three, four, five expired items stinking up their fridge. More than that, mine. Really? Oh, we should play the fridge game again, remember? Whose fridge is this? Oh, I like that. Take, like, the, oh, it, yeah, because now I have new... Fridge. See, I have more stuff in my fridge now because yeah. I have someone staying with me. So it might wow. throw everybody off. Yeah, Grant, we don't know what is in your refrigerator. We don't know much about you and yeah. your lady and what you guys eat. Remember I told you how expensive my refrigerator was because <laughs> I looked it up in case I had to replace it? Yeah. No, it came with the house. You didn't you didn't come out of pocket for it. But did Hell you say it was like no. ten grand or I something? I would never pay never right. ever ever pay that much for anything. I could see you getting pressured by a salesperson though, not that high, but above what you're comfortable with. Like you go in, I just need a, it's a dumpy thing and then you get the right sales guy and then you just want out of the interaction so bad that you're like, I'll take it. Is there financing? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I don't finance anything. Except my car if yeah, no, no, nice job, no, no. But I would have to finance that fridge. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Here are the things that are stinking up your fridge, okay? First of all, th- these are just stats from a study. Like, it takes an average of five weeks of something going bad in our fridge before we'll investigate the smell. Oh, okay. I poured a long time. unexpired coffee creamer into my coffee a week ago. And I will just tell you... That it no longer looked liquid. Thank you. Oh, that's tough. I Whenever was really like, mad. Everything's fine, and then there's a plop. Yep. That's when it's it was like, when who put cottage cheese in my coffee creamer? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, sorry. Around yeah. two thirds of people say they have more leftovers in their fridge now than they normally would. Yeah, eating at home more maybe. Yeah, probably ticks that up. Yeah. The things that annoy us most about forgotten leftovers are wasting food, the cleanup, the smell, the wasting time cooking when you could just heat something up. I saw a TikTok of a woman who said, I asked my husband to put the leftovers away, and she's just laughing so hard as she gets closer and closer to the fridge, (laughs) opens the fridge door, and up on the top two shelves is the crock pot crammed in there it's no. totally tipped onto one side no. <laughs> yeah. oh gosh. yikes uh the last time the average person cleared out their fridge was in early september oh lord I, don't you only fully clear like what do they mean clear it out everything's out like cleaned out the expired food okay i, I try to do this like every couple of months like pull the the crisper out and put, you know, clean it with soap and water. Mm. Clean I'd the- love to see you in the wild. 
Just to see what <laughs> Isn't you do. that where we are? Like, I want to see you pull out the drawer. I want there to be surveillance on you. And then Donna, it's Saturday, it's 3.15, <laughs> and she walks over, pulls out the crisper drawer, a little bit of Dawn, scrubs it, and puts it back in, and then goes back to the couch. Like, I want to see what you look like in a domestic <laughs> oh, situation okay. outside of work. Well, it's I mean. funny. One time I had um, my old partner, Marley, over, and she... Like, walked in my closet because she needed something to wear or something. It, it was a weird situation. And she's like, who are you? And I go, what do you mean? She's like, what? This is not what I pictured. And I was like, you're never invited back. Um, I actually had a real tip. And I will just give you the headline. Don't post your COVID-19 vaccination card on social media. Okay? Why? It's become a popular way to c- celebrate your first shot. But you're attracting scammers. It includes your full name, your birthday, the location where you got vaccinated, and that's enough to make you attractive uh, as a target for people who want to steal your identity. Oh. Okay, so check your privacy settings at the very least to make sure your friends are the only ones who could see that. Because there are safer ways. I mean, you could get a sticker, you know. You get a vaccine sticker, like oh, I yeah. got vaccinated. My cousin, kind of my cousin just blurred hers out because you can do that with the. She she put hers up there. She's a nurse, and she put hers up, and then she just kind of took one of those like highlighters on the pen and just kind of put her name out and her information like. Oh, inf- crossed it out with yeah, like with the, that thing with, on your phone. With your thing on your phone, so you, she, it shows that she's got the card, but her private information is blurred out essentially. Nice. Yeah. All right, we got to go. Thanks for hey, that. Uh, the SAG Award nominations are coming out oh, as we speak they're getting updated uh, lives we'll rattle through a few of those all right uh when we come back we'll get you the latest on all that i'm happy at what i'm seeing one of the shows Ooh. i'm very happy at what i'm seeing all also right. uh jeopardy fans having a weird reaction to one of the upcoming hosts i kind of feel the same way but i wonder why they feel this way we'll dig into all that when we come back on donna and steve on my talk okay we're back Looks like the sag awards nominations are coming in as we speak Mm-hmm. Saggy waggy. Sag. I don't like the word sag. Yeah, it's generally a negative connotation, but for actors, it's a good one. These are tip, uh, typically held, yeah, uh, usually in Hollywood, that would be frowned upon. Yeah, they don't um, want any. Right? So they're typically held in January, shifted back to April 4th, and uh, the ceremony is going to air on TNT and TBS. That's a good way to miss it. what five o'clock in the afternoon all right here's a good one um the screen actors guild award nominations for best actress in a drama series and the nominees are listen to this jillian anderson the crown olivia coleman yes the crown yes emma corin the crown Mm. julia garner Ozark. Sure. Laura Linney. Ozark. Sure. Five nominations, two shows represented. The Crown, Ooh. The Crown, The Crown, Ozark, Ozark. What's up with that? Bia, bia, bia. Jason Sudeikis got love. Uh, he got a nomination for uh, actor in a comedy series. And they don't say best actor. They say just actor, and now here are the nominees for actor in a comedy series. No way! And the actor, or, 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 no, they say, don't they say outstanding performance? Mm, yes. Okay. okay. 
what? Why do you have to come into these stories with facts? Why can't the story just be wrong? <laughs> Sorry, I blew up. <laughs> Ted Lasso also got a yes for uh, the whole show, so the ensemble award. Oh, that's um, great! And Jason Sudeikis says the individual here. What other ensembles? Uh, oh, noms are there you know i'm just really efforting this hard as it's coming in from various sources trending now live on twitter well they're coming in with some of the more obscure ones like stunt ensemble in a motion picture let's see here uh how about this motion picture cast the five bloods gotta see that ma rainey's black bottom okay minari one night in miami that just came out. And The Trial of the Chicago 7. Best Actor in a Leading Role motion picture. Let's go with Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He's getting a lot of love posthumously, which is sad, but he's getting a lot of love. He's yeah. going to go out with yeah. some awards, I think. Anthony Hopkins in The Father. Gary Oldman in Mank. And Stephen Yin in Minari. How about Female Actor in a Comedy Series? Both our girls from Dead to Me are nominated. Oh. Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, then Flight Attendant, Kaylee Cuoco, uh, Annie Murphy, all of her Murphy. on Sheets Creek, Catherine O'Hara, Sheets Creek. That's great. Uh, I hope Catherine here. O'Hara gets it. I really do. One of I these. think that'd be great. You know, it feels like it feels like she's got a good shot of winning that one. Doesn't it feel like other actors would have the same sentiment that you're having right now? Yes. She should get one of these, you know? Yes. Uh, female actor in a leading role for a motion picture, Amy Adams, Hillbilly Elegy, Viola oh, Davis, yeah. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman. I forgot that I saw Hillbilly Elegy. Frances McDormand for Nomadland, Nomadland excuse me. See, right? Hard to say. Hmm? <laughs> yes, it is. Touche. <laughs> I thought you were just struggling just with the word nomad, but I'm looking at nomad land no, as a full word. It should not that be. That is challenging. Mm -hmm. Donna, add it to the list of things you've overcome. Hashtag warrior, hashtag pioneer. Thank you. I'm going to start my own walk. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen getting love again for the trial of the Chicago 7, not for Borat. Uh, Chadwick Boseman for Defy Bloods. Boy, that's two for Chadwick Boseman there. Danielle Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. This is male actor in a motion picture supporting role. Jared Leto, The Little Things. Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Uh, let's see. Glenn Close will be there at the awards ceremony. Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman. Oh, yeah. She the was father. great, too. I forgot about Glenn Close. Oh, um, so good. Yoon Yoo Jung for Minari. Helena Zengel for News of the World. Maria Bakalova for Borat, subsequent movie film. Um, interesting here that I haven't seen any Tom Hanks love. Oh, yeah. Good point. Nor have I seen the name Denzel. Although I do see Jared Leto for The Little Things. I think he was the star of that film. Even though his role probably, he didn't even come in until halfway a little more than halfway through the movie sure so good uh so good so good, so good. So good. Let's see here uh 
Dead to Me did get some love here. The SAG Award nominations we're going through here for uh, Comedy Series Ensemble. So they got snubbed at the Globes, but they're getting some SAG Award love. The Flight Attendant, The Great, Bleeps Creek, and Ted Lasso. Those are your five duking it out for comedy, best comedy. Anything else interesting here that I'm seeing? It's all pretty. You know, it's nice to see that some of the people who were snubbed, quote unquote, for the Golden Globes are getting some love from SAG. Sure. For sure. May I? Uh, sure. You do you, man. Something? Yeah. Hamilton's, I think Hamilton got some Golden Globes love. Wait for and it. It's got a little bit of love. Hit Alexander it. Hamilton. I'm not giving away my okay. shot. <laughs> I'm not giving away <laughs> my shot. Stop rolling your R. <laughs> Unnecessarily. <laughs> Should it be getting an award? Didn't it already get it at the Tonys? Yeah, I'm just playing, yeah, yeah. Uh, you I mean, know, all we did was watch here. the play. Oh, somebody just recorded it. Yeah. It's the same performance, though. Yes, yes. Now, that's me. Why, why do I care? Why am I even saying anything? I immediately take back what I said. Okay. Donna, you're going to hate this. If you missed it, Donna was tearing down other women that's in our first true. hour. Women Whatever. tearing down women. Oh, just what we need in 2021. Steve lies. Christina Applegate, dead to me. Uh, Linda Cardellini, dead to me. Kaylee Cuoco, the one who you took direct aim at, <laughs> is nominated for The Flight Attendant, then Annie Murphy and Bleeps Creek, and yeah. Catherine O'Hara for Bleeps Creek. Yes, that, yes, I already said that. Listen to that. What? Christina Applegate, Linda yes. Cardellini, Kaylee All Cuoco, Annie Murphy, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, what oh, do we do? Catherine O'Hara's got to take it. Stunt Ensemble. Stunt Ensemble. The Cobra Kai. Yes. Has a nomination. Oh, that's The good. Mandalorian. Nice. Has a nomination. So, too, Westworld, Lovecraft Country, and The Boys. The Boys are back in town. We got to go. Our time Come is on. up. We'll be right back.